years, mental health was a taboo subject. People would drop their voice three notches and cover their mouth when saying, you know, I heard they're in therapy. It made the whole idea of therapy or mental health a taboo. It led to a generation of people who were emo emotionally constipated. During that same time, the standard American diet was made popular by those same people full of fat, unnecessary hormones, and preservatives that most of us can't even pronounce. That diet was not at all meant to help us, but to be convenient. With both the shame of asking for help and our diets designed to hurt us, we were and are still fighting an uphill battle. So how do we win? How do we get healthy mentally and physically? How do we find the time to do both and still be at least a little present in the day-to-day -day life? What if healing in one area healed the other area? Instead of looking at these things as mutually exclusive, what if we started looking at them as two sides to the same coin? Hi, my name is Scarlett, and I'm here with my co-host, Caitlin, and together we are the Mental Hustle Podcast. We are here to remove the mystery of what it takes to be both physically and mentally healthy. No gimmicks, no quick fixes, just hard work and good results. So join us as we take our own journey and help others on their journeys to being the best that they can be. So today we are talking about New Year's resolutions. Yay. New Year's <laughs> is my, I wouldn't say my favorite holiday, but it's definitely up there. I think I like it more than Thanksgiving even. I would say it's pretty high on my list. I mean, it, it's like the perfect Monday, the perfect day one, the base, the perfect, let's start this thing or do this thing. So I think that's a, a thing that I like about it. Yeah, it feels like opening a new journal, but as a day, um, mm -hmm. like everything is blank. Um, <laughs> having ADHD makes me really like calendars. Not that I ever like use them, but I really like the way they look. <laughs> so um, they look I'm like, pretty. <laughs> yeah, I'm always really excited when I open and I probably will be for like 10 days and then I'll forget about it. But <laughs> in this episode, we're going to talk about how not to do that with your resolutions. <laughs> That's totally my life. I think we have the same life a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it's just like our brain chemistry or something is the same. <laughs> so um, I guess kind of what we're doing on this episode is talking a little bit about resolutions, um, mm -hmm. how to set them, how to um, smart goal-ify them. Um, I know Caitlin is in education. I come from an education background. Smart goals are where it's at. Um, so just, just the basis of New Year's resolutions and kind of what we're doing with them this year. So um, we'll start with you, Caitlin. What do you think of when you think of resolutions and um this time we kind of already touched on new years and that kind of stuff mm -hmm. but what do you think about when you talk when you think resolution usually when i think resolution i think it's like something that like you want to want to start something that you want to change something that you want to do or learn or it's just like some new thing some like change that you want to make um that i mean really technically could be at any point but you know, New Year's resolution just seems to be the, the popular thing, if you will. So I think it's more, it kind of speaks to me more in a way of like something that you just start at the beginning of the year and like, see how far you go. I just try to make my own resolutions and or goals anytime I feel like it. 
Yeah, yeah. So um, last year, I think, was the first time that I like asked my parents what they were setting as their resolutions. And by parents, I mean, I'm pretty sure I asked my dad and he just didn't respond because he doesn't give in to my questions like that. But I asked my mom when we were on the phone and she's like, yeah, I don't really set resolutions in the winter because I don't feel like that's when like my body resets. She's like, I basically feel like I hibernate during the winter. So I feel like I set them like in March when, you know, things start to come alive. And I, I get the merit behind that too. Um, but again, I really like January, um, especially now because I'm obsessed with TikTok. So I've been watching everybody's stuff of like how they got stronger and faster and fitter. And they took like videos every month and they put it together to the sound that says all the months. And I'm like, okay, I want to do that. I, I want to have a video like that. And like, that's like, it's so funny, but that's mm -hmm. like what's keeping me going. Um, but I kind of agree, like I set like, fiscal year resolutions for my job because our fiscal year is July to July so completely different seven months in but I kind of set it um, I set like school year resolutions with my kids because that's like a good reset time um, but for me New Year's is like when I'm like okay holidays are over for the most part um, you know it's time to get serious if you live in a super northern state like me nothing else is going on so what a better time to start a physical mm -hmm. fitness one when everything is closed because the roads are closed because it's 12 degrees or in my case today negative six so <laughs> no. Mm -mm. no what else to do so that is too um, cold okay <laughs> yeah 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 I didn't I when I moved to Montana just sidetracked people would tell me that after four degrees everything felt the same false Negative six is completely different than four because yesterday it got up to 12. No, no, it got up to 18. And I was like, okay, yeah, I can do this. This morning I woke up and I was like, why? Where did it go? Where did that heat go? I want it back because it's cold. Um, but anyways, so yeah, perfect time to set it. Um, you know, even though, even if it's super dark wherever you are, because if you live in Montana, it's pitch black all the time. But um, yeah, get just a good time to get going on that. Mm -hmm. So, so we both think of resolutions kind of as the start of something new, um, kind of going forward. It's a good, good time. You've got the whole year, a fresh calendar going forward. You can make cool TikTok videos, um, and all of that. But how do you set a resolution that is not, that is both not too easy but also not a pie in the sky. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's something people don't realize. Like you can set a resolution that is just like extremely easy for you. And then you don't get that reward feeling because you already knew you could do that. But then also mm -hmm. the same of not setting yourself up for failure because it's so high. So how do you make it, how do you make your stuff attainable, Caitlin? I think I look at what are like things I want to do in general. And I mean, anyone that knows me at all knows that I always, always have about 20 different things that I'm doing roughly, um, sometimes way more than that. I think 20 is a low number for you. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is. I mean, I always have like a million different things that I'm like, oh, I'm dabbling in this and I'm learning this and I've been researching that and I've been trying this new thing. And 
I mean, even right now I'm in the process of getting certified as two different types of fitness instructor. Cause like, why not? I'm not busy enough, obviously. Yeah. You know, not at all not? with my like six jobs and uh, like 12 other things, but that's fine. You know, but I, I think when I try to look at what's an attainable goal or what's an attainable resolution, I try to figure out, well, if I'm looking at like over the course of a year, what's like feasible for me to do in a year, you know, what's like going to be something that it's possible for me to fit in the time for it, whether it's like learning a new language or whether it's like saving money or, you know, taking care of myself and my self-care, which P.S. Side note, self-care is not selfish. I just want to really say that because no one believes that. Exactly. And it's totally not selfish. We are going to have a whole episode on this. I'm pretty sure we already have something written up, but I don't know, again, side note, I don't know how many times <laughs> when I tell people who are older than me that I take an hour or two to work out that they're like, but what do your kids do? Or or what does your fiance do? Or don't, don't you worry you have stuff to do for work? And I'm like, yeah. And then I like look, I like think about them and I think about how they are as people. And I'm like, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's the reaction I thought you would give me with that. Like, hmm. Like where you're I just mean, like kind of. It's just, it's so important. And I try to like really explain it to people of how important it is to take care of yourself. Because if you don't take care of yourself, you truly can't take care of anyone else. You can't truly be there for anyone else. You can't be present for anyone else if you're not making sure that you're taking care of you. Yeah. And I always think of self-care as like removing (laughs) um, the alarm that's going off. So I don't know if you've ever been in a situation. I mean, I'm sure we all have, but like say you're in a neighborhood and someone's car alarm is going off and you're in there for a while. And so then it just becomes like this dull noise in the back of your head. So you're just doing your like life. You're like, whatever. And then it stops and you're like, whoa, whoa, I can think like, I didn't realize how much this was taking away from me. That is what self-care does. It takes away that blaring alarm in your head. But Mm -hmm. yeah, anyways, we will cover all of this in probably an (laughs) hour long episode one day, but yeah. Right. I might have to split it up into a few. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, taking time for for like figuring out how long do things take how much can you devote to it like literally right now at this moment today I'm learning a little bit of two languages because why not why not try to learn every language there is a little bit so you know I'm I'm learning some Danish just because like I really have literally like no reason but why not um and I'm also learning German but it only takes like five minutes a day so I'm like cool it's five minutes like I can literally do it while I'm like eating my breakfast like take a bite, learn a word, you know? So, I mean, I think it's thinking about what is really something that you could learn in a year, like a year's a long time. I know it goes by like you blink and it's over, but it actually is a lot of time and you can do so many things and meet so many people have so many amazing adventures. So like, why not, why not look at it that way too? Like think of what could you possibly do in a year and kind of go from there, like as your starting point. What do you do? Yeah, so I, again, like you, I think that um, a year is a really long time. Um, so I um, have this self-care therapy app where it's like a little pet that you take care of uh, by doing like different challenges. It's called Finch. It's super cool. 
they don't sponsor us, but if they want to, they can, I will Writing take it. Um, and <laughs> yeah, so <agreed>. I, <laughs> I have a little penguin named Greg that I take care of. And one of the things today is because since it's close to the end of the year was to list 12 things that happened this year. So the goal is to do like one a month. Um, and I was thinking, and I was like, wow, last January alone, there was like 13 notable things that happened in my life um just in January and it also feels like it was three years ago that this happened so yeah I agree that a year is a long time um and I set again like things that aren't too easy because there's some things I'm already doing like I'm already getting in at least 8,000 steps a day um sometimes way more sometimes a little less but when you average it out I average at about eight so I'm not going to make my New Year's resolution to get 8,000 steps a day because I already do that. And that doesn't, that doesn't give me anything. Like that doesn't, um, like for me, because of the ADHD, I like goals that itch my brain, which is just a way of saying like I get serotonin from them. Mm-hmm. I don't get that from stuff I do every day. Um, but for example, like for my health goals, I put that I want to run five times a week. I don't do that right now. Like I'm a big runner but I've gotten completely out of it. So the first time that I complete running five times a week, which will be next week, I'm going to be really hype about it. And I'm going to continue to be really hype about it because it's not something I've been doing. Like, yes, Mm -hmm. 2020 Scarlet did that, but 2021 Scarlet did not do that. I don't think there was a single week in 2021 that I ran five times a week. So that's what 2022 is going to be about. So, uh, but then again, as being a big runner, it's easy. And I think a lot of people do this, especially people who aren't runners and don't understand like the physical toll it takes on you and the mental toll running takes on you. I see a lot of people, especially like in workout groups that I'm a part of that are like, I'm going to run a marathon this year. That's my new year's resolution. And you're like, okay, yes, you probably can do that. Um, but are you prepared? Do you know what shoes you need? Do you know how to fuel your body for running 26 miles? Do you know what kind of clothes you need? Do you know where you're going to do it? Do you know where you're going to find an open course? Like all of this stuff that's doing that. Um, so as somebody who's ran up to a 15K, I'm completely comfortable with saying by the end of 22, I'm going to run a half marathon because it's attainable. But in no way would I say I'm going to run a full or an ultra because I'm not ready. So mm-hmm. I think, especially again, with my ADHD, it's so easy to get like hyper-focused on resolutions during this time and trying to make them like pie in the sky. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to lose 200 pounds. I mean, not that I could physically do that, but you know, all of this stuff. And then, you know, by the time February hits and you're like, I can't even run a mile yet. And I've gained 10 pounds, you get kind of this discouraged, you know, feeling, and then you set yourself up to maybe even be worse than when you started your resolutions. So just really finding your, your uh, sweet spot with it. I love that. And it's so important to make those smaller goals too. Like, even if it's like, oh, I'm going to do this, like by the end of January or this thing, like every week. So then if your goal is to do something every week, but you did it like on Monday this week. And then on like Thursday next week, like Thursday is not going to feel as great as the Monday, but then maybe the next week you do it like on Sunday or like Monday. 
So yeah. then it's going to give you that serotonin, that release. So it's going to, yeah. it's going to help amp you up to be like, yes, I can do these things. I can achieve all of these goals. And I mean, I don't know about you, but my ADHD loves when I achieve a goal and I'm just like, oh my God, look at how much I'm kicking booty over here. Oh yeah. I am the queen of writing stuff. Cause I don't write my like to-do list until 10 AM. <laughs> of writing stuff I've already done on my to-do list because something about scratching it off I'm like yes like I will literally write on my to-do list brush my teeth yeah (laughs) or I'll be like brush my teeth and I'm like did that or I'll be like get to work on time and it's like 11 when I write it get to work at like 7 45 I'm like yes I got two things done and then the rest of my to-do list is like off the wall and I'm like oh no I'm never gonna finish that but I did those too I brushed yep. my teeth and I got here yep. on time and I'm going to leave at 4.30. Dang it. Like, yep. There's <laughs> that's, many times. That's a thing. There's so many times I write a list. And it might be like 20 or 30 things because I mean, that's what I do. That's just what I do. But I'll be like, okay, how many things am I going to get done today? And then seriously, I'll be like, okay, cool. I got like 10 done. I feel so great. 50%. That's really good. That's really good. Yeah. I won the day. I won the day. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> like D's get degrees and they also get you serotonin from your checklist. So if you get at least 50 to 60% of your checklist done, congratulations, you you passed today. So (laughs) Taylin was just talking a little bit about, you know, making it attainable and making it like a weekly thing and all of that. So that goes right along with SMART goals. So I'm sure if you're listening to this and you haven't lived under a rock since 2005, you know what a SMART goal is. It's specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-specific. So Mm -hmm. those are really important, especially, just a side note, if you're a parent and you're writing goals with kids because kids' brains do not work like that. Also, ADHD brains do not work like that. So this is like a little hack that I am doing. So um, for me and Caitlin, um, I sent Caitlin this sheet And it says, oh, hello, Um, I'm going to share this on our social medias. Um, I'll put it on Facebook because I think that'll be the easiest to grab it for. And I'll put a snippet on our um, Instagram as well. And I'll put a link to um, the Google Drive that I have that has it in the podcast notes. So if you don't follow us on any of those, you can grab it here. Um, But it has it broken down into personal, financial, health, career, self-care, relationships, um, and then some fun stuff like word of the year quote of the year, um, the year's to-do list, so things you want to do yearly, um, and then the undo list, so things you maybe did in 2021 that you don't want to carry over, um, just kind of a full compassing of this. So um, Caitlin and I did the first draft of it, and what I am doing on New Year's Eve is I'm going to smartify all my goals. So I'm going to give you an example of that with some of mine. So One of my personal goals is to podcast weekly. So, Caitlin, what can I do to make that SMART compliant? Well, (laughs) um, it's just funny because, like, I have people at work always ask me, how do I fix this goal? Because those of you that don't know, I'm a special ed teacher, so I write IEPs which again, for those of you that don't know, is like what you write for a student every year to like figure out goals that they can work on that are 
specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time sensitive. Um, so I mean, like I like eat, breathe, sleep, smart goals, pretty much. Like I could, I could like look at something and be like, here's a goal done. Um, like it's just a thing. <laughs> um, but if you want to make, first off, I also have the goal of podcast weekly. So great news. We have the same goal. We're going to help each other. Woo. Love that. <laughs> Nothing so better than being on the same page with your co-host. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like number one check. Hey, we can cross that off the list. That's great yep, news. Boom. We're on the same great page. News. <laughs> um, so it's already, it's already somewhat specific, but it can be more specific for one thing. Cause it could be like, what does podcast weekly mean? Does that mean recording once a week? Does that mean prepping and researching ideas? Does that mean planning with, uh, with some guests, you know, like, what does that mean? So coming up with a little bit more meatiness to that. Um, it's kind of ironic that I said meatiness since I don't even eat meat. But <laughs> I know. And, and both of us so, are plant-based. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, whatever. That's what I do. <laughs> uh, you know, making it measurable. Like, what does it look like? Is it just like, you know, one hour or a couple hours or something along those lines. Um, It's totally attainable already because it already says that it's weekly. So it's already time sensitive, which is great. Um, Realistic, it's totally doable. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, And it's totally achievable. So you don't have to worry about that either. So really just um, narrowing down the specifics a tiny bit and then done, check it off the list. Yes, perfect. So that is just a little example of um, what a SMART goal does. And, or how you can smartify a goal. Um, so I'm going to go back through because I set this up um, and do that. So Caitlin, um, you kind of touched on your SMART goals and your SMART goal experience. So yeah, I just, I think we both highly recommend to make your goals SMART so that it gives you kind of a plan. Because I always think of a SMART, like if your goal fits with the SMART goal, it's almost like you write out a map for it already like it's already kind of set for you so -hmm. to speak I completely agree and and it just helps you feel like you're in a good spot to like start out with that goal you're not like oh here's this big goal and like how am I going to get there yeah it's 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 chopping everything into you know digestible bites of it instead of just trying to like take a hunk of it out um which is which is funny, and I will give you guys an ins- um, an inspiring thing. Um, my kiddo is very like me. If you give her a do this, so for example, clean your room, she will freeze. She cannot hear clean your room. That just, that doesn't exist. She knows what it means. She knows what the finished product looks like, but she doesn't know how to do it. So um, Christmas Eve, we were cleaning up just so that everything was nice before we added more stuff into the house um and so I was like look all you need to do is um pick up your clothes throw away the trash take your bedding out and then you're done just those three things and she was like oh okay cool so she went and did that and after she finished every you know piece she was done or like she would be like okay I'm one step closer so then I was sitting on the couch and we were I was talking to my older kid and I was like you know everything can be kind of broken down into three parts, even if the parts are pretty big. But, you know, even if you're going to like build a house, all you got to do is find the land, get a plan, build the house. And she's like, oh yeah. I'm like, of course those have other three things that can be broken up into, but everything can be broken up into three things. Like 
even getting married, find a partner, get engaged, get married. I mean, there's lots of work in that. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I think I just hacked my brain. I just have to look at everything as three steps and I'm done. So I've been doing that this week and it's made everything feel so much more attainable. Like I, I hate doing paperwork at work, but I'm like, I have to go in, grab the stuff out of my box, sit down and put the stuff in. Just three things. That's all I have to do. And of course, the first two were way easy. I just had to walk and then I had to grab something. And then the last part was hard, but then I broke that down. So just break everything down into smart, digestible things that you can do. That's so, that's so smart. Yeah. I was like, like I know wow. that it's funny because we're talking about smart goals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so smart. Like, I mean, it just makes a lot of sense, you know, like break, break it down. Like we, like a lot of people will chunk work that they have to do. Like, I mean, I do it all the time. Like every day I'll be like, okay, I have 20 things on that list for me to do. Well, I'm going to do two right now. Yeah. And then I'm going to take a break or I'm going to like play with my, uh, my podcast crasher here who loves to always <laughs> be in the mix, you know, like I'll take a break and do something that is more fun maybe than those things on my list. I get back to yeah. those things. Yeah. And, and I'm the, I'm the queen of, I, so I have to input like vouchers that we help people with my job. Um, and I hate it. It's not even hard, but I just don't like it. And so I'll be like, okay, I'm going to do five. And then I'm going to watch a YouTube music video. And then I'm going to do five more. And then I'm going to watch another video. And when I get to 20, I'm going to close my laptop and walk to the front of my office and back. And then I'm going to start all over again. And so it's just very like simple things to do that and do that with your um, resolutions or any goals. And it'll just kind of help time move a little faster. So we've talked about what we think about resolutions, how to set resolutions, how to make them more attainable and smart. But what do you pick as your resolution? That's I think people have struggles with. So. Caitlin, give me a little insight into your brain when you were picking your resolutions. Well, I'm also going to share, I'm going to share my, my sheet with the world because that's actually one way that keeps me accountable. I, anyone that follows me on like Instagram or Facebook knows that I share a lot of like what I'm eating or my workouts or like activities that I'm doing. And a lot of that is like accountability for myself because for some reason, sharing it with the world makes me feel like, okay, you're on track. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Um, I feel like it's, I feel like it's the fear of letting people down. It's like almost <laughs> embarrassing to be like, Hey, I'm going to do this. And then be like, <laughs> just kidding. I have too much. I have too much like ego to be like, I was wrong. <laughs> like, no, I completely never. agree. I, I can't, I mean, it's just, it's just not possible for me not to share some plan, some event, some something that I have going on. And a big part of that is because I, I mean, I do want, I want to show that like, I'm, I'm a woman that sticks to what I said I was going to do. <laughs> I can finish it. I can get there. And the, the things that I don't share are probably the things that I'm going to struggle more with, mm-hmm. which is why I share a lot of things because I know that it just helps me move forward. Yeah. But if I'm, when I, when I try to figure out what can I do in a year, I do think, like I said earlier, 
a year is a long time. So some things you can do pretty quickly, some things you cannot. So my financial goals, like I like probably most humans in this world, I would love to be financially free. I would love to feel like money is not a big deal. Like I'm doing good with that. And like, I mean, I have times that I do great. And then I have times that I struggle, like, you know, anyone else that lives in this country. Yeah. Cause that's what we do here. We work to the bone. We live paycheck to paycheck and I'm not about that life. Yeah. So two of my financial goals are like for the year is saving $10,000 because it's totally something that I can do. And I know that I can do it in a year because I've mm. done it before. So I know that I can. And also pay off at least four different bills, which some of them could be really small bills, but still it's going to be monthly bills that I don't have anymore. And I don't ever have to have again. Yes. Right. So, so with, so with my financial, um, and I will give like a little asterisk here. I've been extremely blessed with parents that would help me when I was like, hey, I'm going to take two years and only make $1,200 during that time and like all of this um, uh, because I was a national service member, which also, shameless plug, write your senators and tell them to pay national service people more because we did a lot. We are basically the domestic version of Peace Corps and I was teaching a sixth grade classroom making $300 a month, not fair. Anyways, I digress. Um, so, oh my word. Um, yeah. So my parents have been like super helpful, helped me out with cars, all of that. I'm super grateful. I now live in a two-income household. I'm also extremely grateful for that. So I know a lot of people my age don't have that same um, like safety net. But I still am so bad with money. I I'm like, what am I doing? Caitlin was like hey, you want to talk to my financial guy? And I'm like, yes, in January, because please help me. Um, so my goals- um, How I feel start, about my financial yeah. guy. <laughs> so hey, my goal- He's amazing. <laughs> to start small is I want to say $5,000 this year. Um, and I know I can do it because there are so many times that I just mindlessly spend on coffee or this or that, or um, my serotonin's low, so I'm going to buy something I want. Um, yeah, not doing that anymore. Going to save 5,000 this year. Um, and I'm going to pay off my credit card. I only have one credit card. It has a relatively low balance, but I want to have it completely paid off and have it just become a like Christmas credit card, basically. That's what I'm going to buy everyone's Christmas gifts on and then pay it off and be done. Um, so yeah, I, I think that. I think financially, that's where a lot of people, um, one, get like nervous to share it with other people. Um, I, I can't tell you the amount of my coworkers who are like, uh, we really shouldn't talk about how much we make. And I'm like, uh, yeah, we should, because that's how they screw us over. Like, because <laughs> if right. you are making more money than me, but I have more experience than you and more education than you, uh, something's wrong. Or if I'm coming in and making more money than you while I have less experience, something's wrong. So don't, another tangent, but don't be embarrassed to talk about your finances. Like we, like Caitlin said, we're just set up to work like this. That's just how this country is run. So we got to fix that. 
seriously we have to fix that in this country and I I mean when I was in school and probably when you were in school that like we weren't taught like how to be smart with money like no one said oh this is what credit debt is this is what debt is in general this is how to like be smart with your money like no one tells you that there's no No. class about that but actually the school I am at now and my my roommate works at the same for the same company that I work at but at a different site and she says the same thing she's like I wish that the classes we have right now in the school that we work at right now we had those when we were kids so like maybe I would have been smarter about money a long time before being 40 and being like what the heck I will tell you my parents were pretty open about finances and like stuff like that and like about money with me but I think there's just stuff like as parents and as adults that like we're still learning so we don't think about like imparting it on kids of course the people writing curriculum and running schools should think about that because it's their job but I digress um so I was so not financially there embarrassing story about me that I thought when you had a credit card and it had a max I thought if you paid the minimum bill you got that much money back like you got so my credit card was a $500 max when it started. So I thought when I paid my, you know, $20 minimum that I would get the 500 back after I paid it. And so when I went to go check my credit line and it was just $20, I was like, what? And so I didn't ask anyone like older than me because I was 18 and I knew everything. And I was like, that's weird. <laughs> and so then I come home from college and we're like sitting around and I tell my dad, and he's like, well, how much do you have left on your credit card? Because something, some my tires or something had come up. And I was like, well, I've been paying the minimum on it. I was like, well, I bought whatever I bought, probably something dumb. And then I paid the minimum on it, but I only have like what I paid. And my dad was like, yeah, dummy. And I was <laughs> like, what? And he's like, you have to pay them back before they give you more money. And I was like, like what kind of garbage is that I'm like well that makes sense but rude <laughs> like <laughs> just like real angry about it for no reason but yeah anyway all of that to say it's okay to be financially illiterate but it's also okay to start and if you're like hey I can't do that all I can afford to save is ten dollars a paycheck then cool make your goal 120 dollars for the month and don't touch that 120 dollars and then take that 120 dollars and start it for next year's and do 120 dollars over and over again until you have enough to pay off a credit card or do whatever, like, you know, mm-hmm. use it. Or, I mean, probably not the most, I mean, I'm not Dave Ramsey or anything. I'm not a financial guru. I don't have a degree or anything, but if you save up $120 and there's a pair of running shoes you really want, that's $120. Well then get it for January 1st next year and mm-hmm. invest in yourself. I mean, it's all mm-hmm. up to you. I completely agree. I love that. All right, Caitlin, let's let's popcorn back and forth and do our our list so we give everybody a, a look. We'll just share two or three or however many you feel. So let's start with personal. What do you've got? What do you have on your personal? Well, I already shared some about my learning languages, but mm-hmm. I um I also want to take ukulele lessons, which I have an app on my phone because I have a ukulele. Cute. I took a, a couple of ukulele lessons a few years ago. So that's one. Um, I want to travel abroad because I, I love to travel, man. And like the world's finally allowing that to be a thing. So can't wait to do that. Um, and I also want to start um, a like video blog or, um, or website, either one or the other 
um, just to kind of bring all of the things that I do to one one stop shopping. Yeah, I like that. So I've got, like I said, podcast weekly. And again, these have not been smartified. So bear with me. Um, Set a wedding wedding date. Um, If you've listened before, I'm engaged. Got to set a date for that. Um, Like Caitlin, I too want to start a vlog um, more for accountability purposes uh, through my running journey. Um, Then I want to get back to my relationship with God um, and spirituality. Uh, If you've listened to previous episodes, I went through some crazy um, religious trauma. And so I'm finally, I think, ready to claw my way out of that. And I want to argue less. I'm a very um, argumentative person and I like to argue with strangers on social media. So I'm going to get rid of that. And uh, I'm so glad I'm not a stranger. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) And I say strangers. And also, if you happen to share the same zip code as my high school, I will argue with you. So um, that's on growing up in a conservative area in Texas. um, Yeah, not my proudest, but definitely something that I think I'm um, ready to shed. I'm turning 25 this year, which seems like seems like a turning point. Like you don't hear people say, oh, she's just 25 as much as you hear, oh, she's just 24 and lower. Um, so I think now, like, I'm not middle-aged by any <laughs> any standards, but I'm just, I'm ready to cross into that, like, late 20-somethings attitude. <laughs> I love that. I always forget that you're so, you're so young. I know, that's, yeah. The, welcome to my life with all my coworkers who are older than me. Um, they'll be like, oh, yeah like all of them have kids my age so it's like, <laughs> like uh, uh, or they'll say like I was born in this year I'm like you are three years older than my mom like <laughs> so yeah fun times um so we touched a little bit on financial and personal what about health this is a big one for us we are a health yeah. podcast <laughs> It, it is a really big one. Um, and it's a huge one for me. It's always a big one for me. I mean, I mm-hmm. want to continue working out five plus days a week. There are some times that like I, I fall off a little bit of my routine and, and I just don't want that to be a thing at all in 2022. Um, I just started lifting like what, a couple weeks ago now or a month. Yeah. I don't even know when that was. It was recently. And she can already <laughs> squat a grown man, but I, sure can. I digress. I sure can. A whole adult male human. Um, I felt really, really like badass about that. I did. That felt so incredibly amazing. I um, but I, I want to. My, I threaten my fiance with Caitlin all the time. I'm like, don't make me <laughs> get Caitlin a ticket so that she can throw you across this room. And he's Look like, it. got it. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, I want to lift twice a week. I want to say goodbye forever to 35 pounds. And again, that's something that I know I can do because I, I did lose 100 pounds on my own before. Um, so I know that I can say goodbye to 35, um, which I'm very excited about. I want to do 10,000 steps a, a day, which I used to be able to do. I would say 2019, Caitlin, and possibly t- at least part of 2020, Caitlin totally did that. 2021, Caitlin, I don't know where she went. I don't know what happened. So we're, we got to bring that back. We got to bring it yeah. back and get more into that more activity life that I miss so much. And one of the most important ones, um, which we're totally also going to do a, an episode that relates to this too. Um, but I have a really challenging relationship with food where I grew up having to eat everything that was on my plate. 
it was like, if you don't eat everything on your plate, you get in trouble. So that's what I did. And that was not the best method for me. Yeah. So it just, it just made it harder. And, you know, as a society in this country, we eat when we're happy. We eat when we're sad. We eat when we're celebrating. We eat when we're grieving. We eat all the time, like all the time. Yeah. So I, and I don't diet. That is not a thing that I do. So when people ask me, oh, like what kind of diet do you have? Or what diet are you on? Or, oh, you're dieting. I'm not dieting. That's not a thing that I do, but I do eat according to my goals, or at least I try to. And that is what I want to focus a lot of 2022 on is just eating according to my goals, which do relate directly to the shred program that I do all the time, um, which is separate from this. But, you know, if anyone's interested in that, I'm always willing or always happy to share about that. But, you know, following that program um, and, you know, just being a healthier person and knowing like using that food as fuel and not as like a comfort or a celebration, but instead using it for what it's meant to be. And just to like fuel my body to feel good. Yes. Yeah. That was a lot of health ones, but that is a really hey, big focus of my well, life. We, we are a mental and physical health podcast. So again, I am also going to go on a tangent. Um, so for <laughs> health, um, I want to lose a hundred pounds by the end of 2022. Um, I'm giving myself. Hold on, pause. Do you even have a hundred pounds to lose, by the yes. way? Because when yes. you shared that, I was like, so I mean, I, all right, I am, like you do you. I don't judge yeah, anything. I, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna put myself out on Front Street right now, for everybody to know. I currently weigh 270 pounds. I don't look it. I don't act it. Don't know where it's hiding, but that is Sorry, how much I weigh. Yeah. I couldn't control yeah. my face. Yeah, I know. I did the same thing when I stepped on the scale. I was shocked. Let me join you real quick on front street. Cause yeah. I also don't believe, I can't believe I'm going to say these words at all either. Cause this is like for real, like out there in the world. Um, but I, I weigh 230 pounds. Yeah. And isn't and it crazy? I also don't look it. I, I don't look yeah, it. I don't feel all. it. Like no one believes that. And I'm like, yeah. no, it's a real thing. So I'm like, if I could like solidly be in the ones. Yeah. Yeah, I actually your really, goal weight I think is roughly around mine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I would love I would love to be like one eighty ish. So I will say when mm -hmm. I wrote this, I was heavier. I, I've been losing. Um, and also another tangent, I got an IUD, which was the worst decision I could have possibly made. If it works for you, more power to you. Um, but I will say when I got it in, I was two hundred and ten pounds. Um, nothing really changed with my diet or exercise as far. Um, and I got all the way up to 290 uh, and I was not happy. And because uh, my highest weight being 330 pounds, I got, I get really nervous when I'm even close. Like if you round my weight mm -hmm. and it goes to a three, that just makes me, it, it kind of mm -hmm. triggers me. So um, got it out. I'm with you I mean, there. I'm yeah. with you there. My heaviest weight was 297. And I'm like, no, yeah. no, yeah. no. <laughs> I got it out. My hair is coming back so much fuller and healthier. My face is so much cool. I sleep better. Like just, and, and a thing for women, if you think something's wrong with your body, you know, better than a doctor and you fight until that doctor will listen to you. Because I went to four doctors before they finally were like, yes. And the only reason they said yes is because my male therapist had written me a note that said that it was, um, affecting my mental health. And I had to lie and tell them that I was ready to start a family, which I already have a family, but I'm not ready to have a baby. So anyways, but just listen to your body. So mm -hmm. I want to, I want to lose a hundred and I know I can, um, 
because in 2019, I was one, I was 294 on New Year's Day. And then June 7th of that year, I was 194. So I can do it in wow. six months. Um, and I didn't do any like crash dieting. I didn't do a thousand calories a day or anything. It was just like pure three hours in the gym, doing fun stuff, moving, walking to work, that kind of stuff. So um, that's kind of what I want to get back to. Um, like I said, I want to run about five times a week. Um, I want to track calories every day. So like Caitlin said, I too do not have the best relationship with food. Um, I use it to medicate um, not well. Um, so I I have a very addictive personality and I have a lot of uh, battles with addiction, which we'll touch on in different episodes, but it's like I traded, uh, you know, smoking and drinking for eating. Um, and it's funny because, you know, if you, <laughs> if you see somebody drinking their life away, you're like, Hey, what's going on. But if you see somebody eating fried foods for six meals a day <laughs> and also eating six meals a day, you're not like, what are you doing? You're just like, okay, yeah. cool. Um, and, um, and a lot of it had to do with living so far from my family um, and being in a friend group that just wasn't speaking life into me. So I'm healing that. And the best way that I do it is just being aware of what I eat. So um, I use not my fitness pal. They're not my favorite, but I use this app called Lose It. And I put everything in. I don't beat myself up if I go over. I just know. And the cool thing about Lose It is it gives you like a weekly target so if I don't eat a bunch on Monday and like because I'm just busy and moving a lot but then I eat more on Tuesday it's like you're fine because you still are at this thing um but also I use tracking calories because I um having an eating disorder I'm known to binge then restrict to like a crazy level so um the app will tell me things like hey you haven't logged. Are you forgetting or are you forgetting to eat? And sometimes that's all I need is another like thing to be like, Hey, eat. And I'm like, okay, I deserve to eat. Like no matter what I can eat. So that really helps me. Um, and then another thing I want to get better at is drinking water. Um, so I have a Nalgene water bottle. A lot of people know what that is. They're like the 32 ounce. <clears throat> you see them with hikers and stuff. I've had one for like five years or no, almost seven years now, I guess. Um, and I don't drink two of those a day. That's about 64 to 80 ounces. So that's something that's really nice. um, important to me. So let's just do lightning round on career, self-care and relationships. So go ahead, Caitlin. And then I'll- Career. Um, I wanna start teaching yoga and Zumba at work, which I'm getting certified in both of those. Spoiler alert, yoga takes a lot longer to get certified in. So that's coming a little bit later in the year. Um, I want to get a promotion at my side wellness coordinator job, which I'm super pumped about, um, which should be happening very early in 2022. So I'm really excited about that. Um, podcasting weekly. And I also um, want to start participating at farmers markets and vendor fairs. Cool. Mm -hmm. So I want to get back to taking three classes per semester um, and finish up those degrees. Um, I am a human trafficking awareness trainer for teenagers. Um, so I want to run four of those trainings in my area. 
Um, sorry. If it, um, and then if you're listening in real life, no, you're not. I want to apply for another job. Um, and I would also like to start teaching Zumba both in person and online. I am a certified trainer. Um, so I'm super excited about that. Um, and I want to start doing graduation photography on the side. So um, that will be upcoming in 2022 as well. So self-care, Caitlin, what do you have? Self-care, man, I could I could have a long laundry list <laughs> of self-care, okay? Because I preach it to people all the time. Um, so I want to do two facials every week because I want to keep the skin looking good. Um, and I want the fact that it doesn't look 40 yet to always be a thing in my world. Um, and I have a really great like all natural facial that I do. Um, so like I can do it as many times as I wanted, but at least twice a week. I definitely want to make my sleep a priority. So getting at least seven to eight hours of sleep every night. Um, my roommate tells me all the time, she's really proud of me that I do make sleep a priority. Like I'm like, oh no, I'm going to go to sleep because I know what time I have to get up in the morning. So mm-hmm. good night. Um, <laughs> I want to invest more in my creative side. So doing like some more art and or drawing a couple hours a week, whether I'm on some digital like drawing on my app or, um, or just like actual drawing, you know, pencil, paper kind of thing. Um, and then something that I do a lot, or I try to do a lot is have work-life balance, which is super important. I will not live to work. That is not a thing that I do. Yes. I have six jobs. I get that. And that's because that's working toward my goals. My -hmm. ultimate goal is not to have six jobs. It is always to have multiple streams of income, but not a million jobs. So um, one of my self-care goals is to leave work at three. My contract hours are till 3 p.m. So I want to leave at 3 p.m. at least three days a week. So at least three out of five days, I am leaving at three o'clock. Bye-bye work. And and that does not mean I take work home and do work at home. That means I left work. Work is gone. Work is done. Finished till tomorrow at 9 a.m. Yep. So your self-care. So mine are... I'm listening um, so that I can keep you accountable. (laughs) I want to do four hours of podcast work a week. Um, So that includes like editing, posting on our social media, doing research, uh, talking to potential guests, um, all of that. Caitlin and I just got approved for our first ad spot. So doing like more hustling to get ads and things like that. Um, I want to do, and that's a week. of course I can't do that a day because there's only 24 (laughs) hours but um then I want to do two hours of sticker or drawing work um so side hustle I have is um a sticker business but I also am kind of branching into like a little bit of digital art for people so I want to work on that um about two hours a week my face routine daily um is something that's really important I once read something that said if you don't have a skincare routine by 25 you never will Um, And like I mentioned, I am turning 25 in May. So time is running out. I have to get in this habit. (laughs) That's the thing. Cause I, I mean, I I do have a face face routine and I'm not at all 25. Contrary uh, to popular belief, (laughs) I didn't have one either at at 25. Okay. I haven't had one until maybe like now-ish. Okay. There is hope. There's and hope. I'm hoping, There's hope. And I'm hoping if I don't get it right now, that means I'm not doomed forever. So let's do this. 
Um, so that's, and then I want to wear my hair down five times a week. This one's kind of funny. And when I told other people, they're like, what? <laughs> and so, um, <laughs> I have super curly hair. Um, you can't tell I because it. I spent years frying it to make it look straight, um, to fit into the, oh, again, white conservative area that I lived in. Um, and being Hispanic, my hair, some Hispanics hairs does that mine. No, um, very curly. So uh, I am learning to like take care of my hair and wear it curly. And there's times that I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't look professional. I'm going to put it in a bun and slick it back. Or I'm going to put it in space buns or all of this. But now I'm just going to embrace my curly hair. Um, like I do always pull up the top because it gets in my face and it gets on my nerves. But I wear it down and just kind of embrace that. And it makes me feel um, more connected to my roots, more connected to myself. Just makes me feel good. So that is a big thing on my self-care love that all right relationships Caitlin what do you have well um one thing I want to be just be present more in the moment in the thing that I'm doing I just want to be present and not be like oh well I also have like these 12 other things I have to do mm -hmm. um, and just really be in that moment I want to keep saying yes to new things and being open to new experiences I mean yes that those are things that I already try really hard to do but I mean, y'all don't know, I say no a lot. I do, I say no to a lot of things, um, but I, I don't want to. I want to like be more open to things and be more of a say yes person um, and just enjoying it and living for that moment. And I just wanna keep connecting with more people and like connecting more with the people that I connect with, you know, whether it's reaching out to people that I haven't talked to in a while, you know, met, contacting people like through social media or that I meet online and just like, you know, building those relationships more. Um, I, I don't have a significant other, which um, is a very long, complicated story because um, there's a lot there. Um, but I mean, I'm also totally fine being on my own. That being said, I, I am also interested in the idea of, you know, exploring more relationships and seeing what I'm, what I'm okay with, I guess, is what to say. Because I'm totally cool being on my own because I'm great. Um, and I don't need anybody else. However, um, it, you know, I would love to find a human that, um, that can match my greatness. <laughs> what Caitlin doesn't know is I have 18 potential suitors in Montana so that I can con her to come here. Um, they're going to be contacting her at various times through social media. Just kidding. Anyone who lives in Montana knows there's not 18 <laughs> eligible men in this state. No, there's no one in this state. I got the last oh, one. I'm great. sorry. He's okay. It's all good. It's all good. I'm going to move somewhere to the East Coast anyway. So, yeah. and I'm, she's going to move. Like, she's yeah. going to move somewhere I want to visit, so I can visit her, and she can visit yes. me. It's going to be great. Yes. Um, Massachusetts, so, South Carolina, one of those. It's, oh yeah. Those are the ones South that it's looking. I'm yeah. I'm really considering hardcore South Carolina because I can keep my job and move to another site within my same Ooh, company. Oh, good one. That's. Good thing my know, boss you is going to listen to this episode and she's going to hear that, but she already knows. So good news, not a spoiler alert because she already knows. So for my relationships, <laughs> um, mine is text friends daily. Um, again, with the ADHD, I'm classic on thinking I hit sin, thinking I told someone something because I told somebody else. Um, and <laughs> living in Montana and being in two separate organizations that brought people from all over together into this area. And then I'm the only one crazy enough to stay, um, made it to where most of my friends live in different time zones, different areas, doing different things. 
Um, so just being like more um, present with them, including my friends who sometimes I get like snippy and I'm like, well, I'm not going to text them because they didn't text me. And then, then I stop and think and I'm like, well, maybe they're not texting me because I'm not texting them. Wait. Mm-hmm. So uh, just being like more present, sending like, you know, hey, thinking about you kind of stuff. Um, and then a big one for me <laughs> is being less flippant. Um, I'm very, if you wronged me once, I'm done with you. Um, very uh, hold grudges. <laughs> yeah, I, I very hold grudges. Uh, for example, again, funny story about Scarlett. My parents had a, um, and if you're listening in real life, yes, you are, because I want everyone to know this. My parents had a foreign exchange student when the first year I moved out to Montana. He was terrible. He stole my Christmas gift from Hot Topic and left the tag on it. And I couldn't wear it because I didn't want to wear a stolen Harry Potter beanie. And he got me the wrong house. Everyone knows I'm a Hufflepuff. He got me Slytherin. It was very passive aggressive. Anyways, he was awful. His name is Pietro. Pietro, if you're listening to this, I don't know why. Why are you so obsessed with me still? But one time (laughs) he said when I was home that you're not supposed to break spaghetti noodles because he was from Italy. So of course he knows everything about spaghetti. And I'm like, look, I'm not trying to make Italian spaghetti. I'm just trying to make some spaghetti. And I don't like when it sticks out of the pot because it makes me nervous that it's going to catch on fire. And so now every time I make spaghetti, I break the the pasta and I say- Yeah, and I say like it's a prayer, like I'm praying the rosary. Fuck you, Pietro. Just like that. Like it's the rosary, like like it's a ritualistic thing. Like, I'm not kidding you. The first time my fiance heard me do it, he's like, who is Pietro? What are you talking about? Why are you mumbling under your breath in my kitchen? Like, I'm surprised he chose to marry me after all these weird things. But yes, so I'm going to work to be less like that, but not towards Pietro, never towards Pietro. He was I terrible. Um, and then another one, like Caitlin, I want to be more present. Um, again, can't keep blaming everything on ADHD, but it does, it does affect me. Um, I'm Same. the queen of, I'm talking to someone. <laughs> this is awful and it's going to sound awful and I can't make it not sound awful. <laughs> They're not talking about anything I really care about. So I just go away. <laughs> I'm I'm watching Shrek 3 in my brain <laughs> like yeah like full <laughs> with all the audio and the music I'm just I'm there or I'm writing a workout or I'm practicing a Zumba dance and my feet are moving under me or I'm imagining what Stubbs is doing like I'm just not there so I'm gonna really work on even people that don't say interesting things being present for them and again I apologize if you're listening in real life I've never done that to you it's everyone else it's fine um and then my last one, and again, a really big one, um, is being less obsessive. So again, I've shared uh, that I got an OCD um, diagnosis this year. A lot of people are like, what? You have OCD? Your house isn't clean. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I wish it was that kind of OCD. It's more like, if I don't put my notebook down right, Garth Brooks is going to die. I don't even <laughs> like Garth Brooks. I don't even know how that would make sense, but it does. Um, so <laughs> Um, and I was telling my mom yesterday or last week that one of my fears is that someone's going to crash into my house and somehow when they crash into my house, my dog's going to be outside and he's going to get crushed between the house and the car and he's going to die. And that makes me really sad. And so then I live close enough to my workplace that I walk home and make sure in fact that no one has crashed into my house. Um, and that's not good because it throws my whole life into a tailspin. So I'm going to work on not following those um, intrusive thoughts and also like I did just now um, and I did with my mom telling other people because 
you think it would be not comforting when someone laughs at you like that, but it's the most comforting thing when I tell someone like, I'm worried if I pick up my dog because he's so cute, I'm going to squeeze him and his eyes are going to pop out. And then they just start hysterically laughing and they're like, that would never happen. I'm like, oh yeah, that is kind of funny. So (laughs) I'm going to start working on like, you know, just being more open about that kind of stuff so that I don't um, lose my mind. So what was your word of the year, Caitlin? It's going to be a surprise to people because everyone thinks I'm happy flower sunshine all the time, every day, always, all the time. And that's not real life. But my word is happy. Good one. I just want to be happy. That's it. Good one. I picked enjoy um, because like I said, a lot of times my brain um, is like 800 miles away. And I forget to like enjoy the season I'm in. Uh, classic for like, cool, I've done this. Like, let's go to this and not um, like appreciating it. Um, like I was so ready for my kids to like be old enough to have conversations that like now I'm just starting. And I only came into their life like four years ago, but now I'm just starting to see like, I miss the way like my youngest used to say certain words. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even enjoy that. Like while she was saying that, like, she used to call me Scarwick because she couldn't say Scarlet. And now she fully says Scarlet. And that's the weirdest thing. And I'm like, well, I kind of miss like her little baby voice. And um, just like, you know, you can't get back these years. You can't get the days back and you wish them away kind of thing. So to like really savor and enjoy the moment. So what about your quote of the year? I can never limit it to just one. I can't. So I have two. (laughs) I had to do two. One is stop wishing and start doing good one because your wishes that you don't like do anything about they're just always a wish they're not going to ever become a thing so you need to actually be proactive and do something about it because then they become a reality yep and my other one is you are limitless because I am limitless I can do all the things that I want in this world doesn't matter what they are I don't care how old I become or how whatever I am uh I can do all the things all the time yeah Um, mine is, I will just watch me. Um, again, I think it's because I'm a Gemini or just full of anger. I do a lot of things out of spite. So I'm like, you think I can't do that? Watch. Like, you think this is easy? Watch like all of this. So, um, yeah, after I had a really rough 2021 with my weight and fitness. And so I think a lot of people are like, yeah, sure. Um, like, cause I had to defer on a half marathon coming up because I got COVID. Um, So I think a lot of people are like, sure, yeah, you're going to run a half marathon. I'm like, yeah, I will just watch. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm back. Like, I I have even more things to be angry about. So it is going to carry me through this year. Um, So yeah, I I love love your quotes. Yeah, I, I think your quotes are great. Well, thank you guys for listening to us talk about our New Year's resolution and go on a couple of tangents that I think everyone needs to hear. Um, I'm glad you listened to this episode and I hope you continue to listen because 2022 has some great things in store for us. I completely agree. So if y'all have questions or comments or anything that you want to add or share with us, please email us at thementalhustle.pod at gmail.com or you can also follow us on Instagram at thementalhustle.pod. If you are interested in collaborating with us or 
being a guest or um, giving us something to try. I know Caitlin and I are super open um, to anything. So um, I had somebody actually reach out to me recently, actually today, I haven't even told Caitlin about, um, but they want us to try out those weighted hula hoops that you see on TikTok um, and review them. So I am super excited. So if you have something like that, if you're an aspiring coach or nutritionist or anything, definitely get with us. We will plug you and give you all the creds and you can contact us the same way as Caitlin mentioned. Absolutely. Um, we are super open. So tell us about all the things all the time. So until our next episode, just remember that happiness, it's really not a feeling. It is a mindset and you can change it anytime you want. And 10 minutes of working out is better than no minutes. See you guys in 2022. Let's rock it. Happy New Year. <laughs> hey.